welcome guys to gmc's things law and today we're gonna see uh we're gonna talk about the uh the future of the phone industry well um when we're talking about like which phones um like like um which one like which phone really comes to your mind when um you wanna like purchase a new phone um it's easy like the iphone that comes to mind if um we're really being honest and if you're really being honest so like apple to be honest apple are dominating the phone industry well okay not dominating but if if i was saying like the the phone the phones that like like the phone companies that really like appeal to me it would be like samsung and apple now in my opinion like there were 50 percent share in the phone industry it's not like the actual act action like like um share of like the uh, like a sales of the phone industry so um like basically like the phone industry is getting really competitive for yeah and um this improves like the the quality of phones like nowadays like let's say like 2014 like apple could get away with making the same the basic the same phone like every year um so when a company dominates an industry it's called monopoly um monopoly like they takes the prices of the industry and the quality of the industry now i do not think like there was ever monopoly in the industry because as long as like other like phone companies were selling phones and had like a a good percent of uh sales then there was never monopoly in the uh phone industry like yeah we see there's never monopoly in the phone industry um so like i think the feature would be like this samsung may or may not overtake um apple um so this is how it currently is okay technically like samsung have already overtaken apple because like the first on phone uh, sales in the phone industry then surprisingly apple are not second it's actually huawei now third is when apple come into the mix so like technically huawei and samsung have um technically um overtaken apple when it comes to sales now let's but that's not the case for like um popularity apple dominates popularity if you know what i mean like i'm not this these are not the like exact stats but like for me it seems like out of like one in, in like four people will have a samsung and the um the other three will have like iphones now in my opinion in my opinion like i stick like um like it uh, when we're coming on to this topic it varies much on our opinions it's like i'm not gonna say that it's verified like it's a fact that 
because it's not a fact that Samsung is better than Apple, but that's that's my opinion, and uh, yeah, that's just my opinion. It's like, um, why do I think Samsung are better than Apple? In my opinion, like first of all, they have better screens. Um, so like you're getting like better quality of screen. Yeah, and um, second um is that they're cheaper <laughs> uh prices really vary a lot to me because like if i get a better phone at a better price then it's it's though it's, no, it's a whole meme because like i've i've spent less on a phone so i've saved money and um like i have a better phone at the end of the day now you guys may not may or not may or not may or, or you get what i mean be familiar with um Xiaomi. now Xiaomi is a chinese company um they make really good phones as well yeah um and um i think they just like announced a phone called called the mvmix alpha if i'm not wrong yeah oh by the name so it's basically like a kind of a foldable phone it's full screen it's really nice it's and um in my opinion this phone will be like the next big thing um it may not be popular because as we've seen in the past like um samsung came off the whole screen phone and um like that didn't dictate like the popularity of apple uh but it clearly dictated the uh, sales as i have mentioned before in this video uh, so in this podcast um i'm sorry about that because like i'm uh, i'm really like getting used to this podcasting um yeah so it dictated the like the prices of like the phone industry when something um came up with a whole screen phone in the when the S8 came out so yeah it's um there's a really unlikely chance that um like um the Mimix Alpha will like skyrocket in like popularity and sales cause like it's gonna be like the Note series in the which is done by the Samsung yeah it's gonna basically be similar to the note um yeah but i don't really think that like it will dictate like the sales and popularity of like apple oh uh, yeah now in the like apple will need to like stop <coughs> like um, i'm sorry about that like um they'll need to get more like more innovative with like the designs and the quality and the prices as but as we've seen they have already like started getting adaptable um when they like um the iphone um 11 costs 700 dollars which is 70,000 can shillings yeah so like you very you, you're seeing like they started like getting adaptive in order to like 
get more sales because like they're reducing the prices but like um the iphone 11 pro max whatever um its price is like same as the like the iphone x s um which came out last year and the iphone xs max yeah so like they've they've started getting like adaptable and i think another step in like um becoming more adaptable to like the modern uh phone industry is that they're gonna stop they're gonna have to make like not just flagship phones but they're gonna start making like like um budget phones like you see in the samsung they do make budget phones the Xiaomi also make budget phones and the huawei also make budget phones like they're gonna have to start doing this because like the phone industries is changing you're gonna uh they're gonna start have to be uh being adaptable to like the the changes in the phone industry now what do i feel like about like so for me as like a buyer i would consider buying apple phones um but like the things that samsung do that appeal to me are, are like i love like the the quality of the phones and the prices of the phones which are not too bad and you always see that like iphones are really ex- expensive and um you know that the world economy is is growing so like you might not uh, there might be a five thousand dollar phone in the in the next three years uh as, as um if they continue on the on the path yeah that's basically my prediction of the phone uh industry um just before like i end this and before i make my other point and my other prediction um uh i shouted out the gen z experience in the last video um please go and check it out yeah uh so my next point is that you're gonna see like really good phones in the in like the next three to four years as you're seeing like the quality of phones are improving as the compet- uh, the competitiveness of the industry is growing so that's it for today um i hope you enjoyed the podcast um make sure to keep on uh, to subscribe and download my podcast um i'm gonna try and get to an apple and spotify soon enough so um please just uh, stay tuned and see you later Welcome guys to James's Things and today we're going to talk about um, the history of the legal battle, battle between PSG and UEFA. So um, FFP which stands for Financial Fair Play is basically like means like clubs have to spend from the, uh, from the own pocket um, rather than the um, owner's pocket um when i say that they they um have to spend from their own pocket i'm referring to um sponsors shirt sales and um like competition money so um 
as you may know, um, um, Nessa Alkalafi is the owner of uh, Parsons of Maine. Um, so we see he has some relations to Qatar oil, and I'm not exactly sure what the relation is. He may be the Sultan, if I'm not wrong. I'm I'm not saying I'm right or wrong, but yeah. So basically, PSG have been accused by um, UEFA and have been put under investigation of um, breaching FFP. Now, if you breach FFP, um, you'll be banned from um, participating in um, um, uh, the European competitions, which are the UEFA Europa League and the UEFA Champions League. Um, now, if um, in case they were found guilty of breaching the FFP rules and they got banned from um, the full the competitions that I just mentioned it will be very good for them first of all because this will uh, this will decrease attraction of new and new uh, of potential players coming to the club second of all it might um, trigger the unhappiness and players wanting to, uh, players wanting to leave the, the club and uh, thirdly it will basically like um, reduce like the money they won't become uh, people will stop buying the shirts if um, they're not participating in the competitions yeah and it basically will like affect their revenue by like decreasing it yeah basically it will um affect the economy and uh like the quality of players and basically like the club itself so basically um fifa i uh, know sorry wefa investigated uh psd under breach of ffp but um psg um won the legal dispute and were found not guilty so basically basically um over the last three three years um psg has spent very heavily now this they spent um 200 million on neymar well the rumor is that that he paid um for his own release clause which like helped uh, um psg not reach ffp and um they this um this is actually smart so first they got mbappe on a loan with an obligation to buy for 163 million um euros which is actually um very smart and uh and a way for them not to breach ffp now i don't know what um the revenue is uh, over the like the last three years where they have spent heavily on the um, acquisition or the acquisition of players um basically basically um like the, you do not spend like heavily because it might invite unwanted attraction now 
I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but I do not think PSG are one of the top ten. Okay, maybe they are, but they're not. I don't think they're in the top five richest clubs. Um, the top five richest clubs are Manchester United, um, Real Madrid, Barcelona, um, Bayern Munich, and Manchester City, who have also have a history of um, or rumors like involved with. Um, they have also been accused of breaching the FFP regulations. Now, the the clubs which um like have a history of being accused of breaching uh, these FFP rules are usually like okay. I'm I'm not gonna bring like um what should I say like I I don't know the word but like I forgot the word rather. Like I don't, I wanna be, uh, heuristic, um, if that is the right word, of like people with who come from the UAE and uh, those Middle Eastern countries, cause uh, those countries that are associated with um oil, yeah, I don't wanna be heuristic, uh, be of, of of them i'm not like saying like that they have breached the ffp regulations because i don't know the, the uh, whether or not they have yeah so obviously those are uh, club owners who come from the middle the middle eastern countries have a history of being accused of um breaching ffp rules now both both clubs, Manchester City and PSG, have strongly defended themselves of breaching the FFP rules. But AC Milan have been caught of breaching these FFP rules and have been banned from participating in the Europa League. So, um, I don't go off topic because like we're focusing on PSG here, but like, um. I wanna just point out that AC Milan are owned by Chinese owners. Um, yeah, and also Inter Milan, but that's not really um. On so back to the like like the topic. So um, yeah, I basically PSG have spent heavily in the last few years, and now like they're backing away um from spending. Um, heavily, heavily and are uh, more con- concerned now about like uh, spending on um, young talent who could or middle or middle age talent not not they're backing away from all these superstars like Neymar um, partly for two reasons now again I think I'm going a bit off topic but Neymar um, has had trouble with PSG because of um he um this year he refused yeah he showed up to preseason late um um supposedly because of a charity um uh, fund or event uh, rather uh and yeah yeah he's basically like like um caused them like trouble and yeah and it's really not worth 
like being accused of bitching the FFP roots if he's not gonna like if he's if he's not gonna like perform highly and be be a great asset to the club and the team uh but uh, another high investment on Mbappe has actually well, to this um episode of james says um things and today we're going to be talking about um the rise of esports um so basically esports is basically like uh like gaming sports so um i think it was like two months ago well i'm not sure by the i'm not um i'm not sure what the name his name is but um a fortnite player won one million dollars Yes, you are hearing it right. One million dollars. What for playing a video game? Um, this is this is crazy. Cause okay, some doctors don't even earn that much money. So someone who play has won a vid a, a video game gets one million dollars. Oh. What's the world becoming? So um um another um Fortnite player by the name Tifu sued um his esports um not sure what we call it here, but let's say like okay um let's just say Feast Clan, which is his um it's like gaming label if. I'm supposed to say that. Um, wait, so no, actually, it was the other way around. Face Clan su- sued Tifu for basically um, breaching up for supposedly breaching um, the contracts. Um, and I think the contract is worth one million dollars. So sorry for that. Um, it really shows you how, like esports is 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 growing it's an and um in like five to ten years it's gonna become a billion dollar industry now in my opinion would i rather watch a football match than esports okay both both are pretty interesting because um i'm interested in a video game fifa which is basically a soccer or football um, video game. Um, so FIFA is really interesting. It isn't like really pre- predictable, cause like let's say um, the football match you are watching was Man City versus Crystal Palace. We all know who's gonna win there, and it's Man City. Um, yeah, and when it comes to esports, like. I know like the video gamers are ranked but like you never know um how the like the video game match could turn out so yeah esports is like a, a rising industry it's rising it's rising quite um rapidly um so i live in kenya um and um you can't 
actually watch esports in Kenya. It's not on any of the channels, but in the UK, um, I believe esports is on Super uh, is on Sky uh, Sport News, and you can uh, watch it there. So, like, if it's if it's being um view, uh, showed broadcasted on TV, that means um it's 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 really trending and growing and also um in esports fifa clubs um sign gamers to uh, to represent them in the esports premier league which is ridiculous because if that's how seriously they take um esports then um yeah um it shows you that it's growing now i'm not against esports um but should it really be classified as a sport um people playing video games and should one um should if you win a game um if you win a game of Fortnite, um these deserve to win 100 uh, 1 million dollars of course not so yeah i i think it's no no um like no offense to like um esports players but like it it's it's an, it's quite interesting but yeah that that's that's basically my my thought on it um before we get on to our next point about esports um i think it's now the fourth episode in run that i've done this so i'm basically going to shout out my friend Shafi Sekalala um he's going to check his podcast out it's called the gen z experience you might check out my past podcast um so yeah so basically um another thing about esports is like it's really competitive cuz like a lot of people are really good at video games that's the bottom line and that's why it's like really competitive now the different like leagues for different video games now Fortnite has its own players like Tifu and Ninja and um FIFA has its own players i don't know any examples but uh earlier this episode i mentioned that um Premier League clubs had their own uh, video gamers to represent them in esports and like they can win um the club's titles in esports <laughs> yeah you heard it So yeah, they, basically that that was the last point. I hope you um enjoyed this episode and um stay tuned. Welcome guys to to this um episode of James says um things. And today we're going to be talking about um the rise of esports um so basically esports is basically like uh like gaming sports so um i think it was like 2 months ago well i'm not sure by the i'm not um I'm, i'm not sure what the name his name is but um a Fortnite player won 1 million dollars yes you are hearing it right 1 million dollars what for playing a video game um this is this is crazy cuz okay some doctors don't even on that much money 
so someone who play what has won a vid a, a video game gets one million dollars what's the world becoming so um um another um Fortnite player by the name Tifu sued um his esports um not sure what we call it here but let's say like okay um let's just say face clan which is his um it's like gaming label if i'm supposed to say that um wait so no actually it was the other way around face clan su- sued tifu for basically um breaching up for supposedly breaching um the contracts um and i think the contract is worth one million dollars so sorry for that um it really shows you how like esports is 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 growing it's an and um in like five to ten years it's gonna become a billion dollar industry now in my opinion would i rather watch a football match than esports okay both both are pretty interesting because um i'm interested in a video game fifa which is basically a soccer or football um video game um so fifa is really interesting it isn't like really predictable because like let's say um the football match you were watching was man city versus crystal palace we all know who's gonna win that and it's man city um yeah and when it comes to esports like i know like the video gamers are ranked but like you never know um how the like the video game match could turn out so yeah esports is like a, a rising industry it's rising it's rising quite um rapidly um so i live in kenya um and um you can't actually watch esports in kenya it's not on any of the channels but in the uk um i believe esports is on super uh, is on sky uh, sport news and you can uh, watch it there so like if it's if it's being um view uh, showed broadcasted on tv that means um it's 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 really trending and growing and also um in esports fifa clubs um sign gamers to uh, to represent them in the esports premier league which is ridiculous because that's how seriously they take um esports then um yeah um it shows you that it's growing now i'm not against esports um but should it really be classified as a sport um people playing video games and should one um should if you win a game um if you win a game of Fortnite, um these deserve to win 100 or uh, 1 million dollars of course not so yeah i i think it's uh, no no um like 
no offense to like um esports fans but like it it's it's an, it's quite interesting but yeah that that's that's be my my thought on it um before we get on to our next point about esports um i think it's now the fourth episode in a run that i've done this so i'm basically going to shout out my friend Shafi Sekalala um he's going to check his podcast out it's called the Gen Z experience you might check out my past podcast um so yeah so basically um another thing about esports is like it's really competitive cuz like a lot of people are really good at video games that's the bottom line and that's why it's like really competitive now there are different like leagues for different video games now Fortnite has its own players like Tifu and Ninja and um FIFA has its own players i don't know any examples but uh earlier this episode i mentioned that um premier league clubs had their own uh, video gamers to represent them in esports and like they can win um the club's titles in esports yeah you heard it so yeah they, basically that that was the last point i hope you um enjoyed this episode and um stay tuned okay guys turn to this um episode of james says um things and today we're going to be talking about um the rise of esports um so basically esports is basically like uh like gaming sports so um i think it was like 2 months ago well i'm not sure by the i'm not i'm i'm not sure what the name his name is but um a Fortnite player won 1 million dollars yes you are hearing it right 1 million dollars what for playing a video game um <laughs> this is this is crazy cuz okay some doctors don't even on that much money so someone who play has won a vid, a, a video game gets 1 million dollars what's the world becoming so um um another um for a player by the name Tifu sued um his esports um not sure what we call it here but let's say like okay um let's just say fees clan which is his, um it's like gaming label if i'm supposed to say that um wait so no actually to the other way around fees clan so sued tifu for basically um breaching up for supposedly breaching um the contracts um and i think the contract is worth 1 million dollars so sorry for that um it really shows you how like esports is 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 growing it's an and um like 5 to 10 years it's going to become a billion dollar industry now 
in my opinion, would I ra- rather watch a football match than esports? Okay, both both are pretty interesting because um I'm interested in a video game FIFA, which is basically a, fo- a soccer or football um video game. Um, so FIFA is really interesting. It isn't like really pre- predictable. Cause like let's say um the football match you were watching was Man City versus Crystal Palace. We all know who's gonna win that, and it's Man City. Um, yeah, and when it comes to esports, like I know like the video gamers are ranked, but like you never know um how the like the video game match could turn out. So yeah. Esports is like a, a rising industry. It's rising. It's rising quite um, rapidly. Um, so I live in Kenya, um, and um, you can't actually watch esports in Kenya. It's not on any of the channels. But in the UK, um, I believe esports is on Super uh, is on Sky uh, Sport News, and you can uh, watch it there. So, like, if it's if it's being um, view, um showed broadcasted on TV, that means um, it's 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 really trending and growing. And also, um, in esports FIFA, clubs um sign gamers to uh, to represent them in the esports Premier League, which is ridiculous. Because if that's how seriously they take um, esports, then um, yeah, it, um, it shows you that it's growing. Now I'm not against esports, um, but should it really be classified as a sport? Um, people playing video games and should one um, should if you win a game um, if you win a game of Fortnite, um, these deserve to win one hundred or uh, one billion dollars. Of course not. So, yeah, I I think it's uh, no no um like no offense to like um esports players, but like it it's it's an it's quite interesting. But yeah, that's 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 basically my my thought on it. Um, before we get on to our next point about esports. Um, I think it's now the fourth episode in a run that I've done this, so I'm basically gonna shout out my friend Shafi Sekalala. Um, he's going to check his podcast out. It's called the Gen Z Experience. You might check out my past podcast. Um, so yeah, so basically, um, another thing about esports is like it's really competitive because like. A lot of people are really good at video games that's the bottom line and that's why it's like really competitive now there are different like leagues for different video games now Fortnite has its own players like Tifu and Ninja and um, FIFA has its own players I don't know any examples but uh, earlier this episode I mentioned that um, Premier League clubs had their own uh, video gamers to represent them in esports and like they can win um the club's titles in esports 
yeah you heard it so yeah the, basically that that was the last point i hope you um enjoyed this episode and um stay tuned